read this last night. So if you break the law and you play in a fivesome, mm-hmm. the fine is $2,000. Per man? Or six months in jail. Six months? Wow, to play five people. Now, here's the thing. That's weird. So does $2,000 equate to six months in jail? No. no. Who's, I don't even care if you don't have the $2,000. Yeah, Aren't you finding people in scrounging? You're borrow and steal that. Right? Six months in jail is worth two I grand? See two grand or a week in jail. Yeah. Something like that. But six months? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking a crime fit to punishment, My right? gosh. There is no crime there, guys. That's so stupid. Well, it's, it's, it's stupid. State. You're have, on a freaking hole that's 400 yards by on, 50 yards wide. I've been on And calls. you're telling me six people can't, can't ride in their own carts we're, or walk? We're putting a gazillion people in bars right now, but we still can't ride two in a cart. So if you can have six people in an aisle at a grocery store, right? Right. This is this is the Going stupidity the of ninety percent of our and rules. Do you know how much better the world of golf would be if you could put two people in a cart right now? A handful, six is eight bucks. bucks. Pa- six bucks a pound, and I just take a, just a smidge. Yeah, but and you then add, add your grapes and add whatever you're taking. You're be, you're 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 kicking my ass in theftery. Uh, no. Is that a word? Theftery? Thievery. 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 <laughs> Mark. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, too. This only happens when you kind of get on a roll. So I think all the synapses in your brain are firing, you know, simultaneously, and they're all, and then all of a sudden, theftery. <laughs> At least I caught myself on this one. Top. By the by the way, just because I am the wordsmith of the ticket, javelinist is a word. How about that? That's awesome. I'm not sure it I've ever read it either. A javelin thrower. Javelina. They say rare word used. I believe it's pronounced it javelin. Oh, it's like a pianist. That's what it says. It's like a pianist, javelinist. Yeah, the world's smallest javeliner. A fi- a footballist. Whatever. Three foot in the third all to no, I didn't but three foot. Anyway, I have a mental disorder. If I were a gambler on sports, which I'm not, I would have lost. I'm full of crap. Well, howdy and good morning. It is 804 on Sports Radio 967 and 1310. The ticket. It is June 5th. It's already halfway done, 2021, and you got the T-Box. I'm Rick Arnett, and normally, right next to me, is Craig Rosengarten. But he is taking a little R&R this week, so in his stead, I have to bring on a, a big wheel. Mm-hmm. A man who plays golf for a living. Mm-hmm. And that would be two-time PGA Tour winner, Paul Stankowski. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's so good to be here. It's good to have I've you I missed here. you, buddy. I missed you, too. We need to go out and play. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's raining today. I know. It's going to be raining for a while. I hate the rain. Now, Paul finished 23rd in the PGA Championship. Senior, buddy. Senior PGA. We get to play the uptees. Hey, now. Are there uptees the, on the seniors? I Meaning, you're still playing about 7,200, 7,300 yards, aren't you? 7,600 yards. Come on. <laughs> no, it's it's we're playing right, normally right about 7,000 yards. It's give or take. A hundred, yeah. depending on the the you know the course conditions and, mm-hmm. and wind and such. But 
Oh yeah, no, I kept looking back at the tees that the boys are going to play next year uh-huh. at, the, at the the junior PGA. Uh huh. And there were <laughs> there were a few of them way back there. We yeah. played the tips on some holes, but there were some that were. Uh, I was very thankful to be old. Well, one of the things we'll talk about today, we'll do that at 850, because you've played the PGA Tour, and now you're playing with the seniors. Does that hurt to hear you're playing with the seniors? No, I, are, dude, I, I, I'm embracing you, it. There I'm you old, go. I feel it. Good for you. Thank you. Well, we'll talk about that at 850. 830, we'll do a little leaderboard, because they have the memorial. And uh, we'll do trivia, 930, because you went to Every Golfer Passbook, so stay by the channel for that. The Tee Box, proudly sponsored by PGA Tour Superstores. It's Father's Day coming up. Father's Day. And they have everything you'd ever want in golf. Maybe some tennis, too. Mm. And get that for Father's Day, which is next Sunday? Week from Sunday? June 20th, right? That's something like that. 19th. 20th. Yeah. It's always the week of the U.S. Open. That's a great reminder. Yep, so get on over there, and they also give you uh, $50 off your first 250 spent. Sweet. And then on a separate deal, 20 bucks off your first 100 spent. So you can save... Two different deals. Two different deals. Mm. And if you want a, a uh, van fitting experience that I went through, uh, it's normally 150 bucks for a full bag. You know, they have you a get lot it for of free. stuff there. You could get lost... That's the beauty of like it. For like two hours. And then if you want to hit putt, you could putt, you uh-huh. can hit balls. You know, yeah. If, if they nice. don't have it, you don't need it. That's true. How about that? That's good. We are also at the greatness of Classic BMW today. Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway, our first Saturday um, of the month, home. And they are celebrating 50 years in the business. 50. Mm. It's very few things I've done for 50 years besides breathing. Mm. For that and that's long. a good thing, though. That is a good thing. Yeah. They also have the brand new um, electric i4s and the i4 M50. It's all electric. 536 horsepower. Holy shnikes. And 0 to 63.7 seconds. It's like a street legal ultra go kart. So you really have to go to the bathroom and get there fast. Yeah. That'll take you there. I you know, electric cars only have one gear. Really? Mm-hmm. Just one gear. They don't have a transmission. I've never driven one. They're I almost fun. got hit by one because oh. I didn't hear it. Hmm. Yeah, you don't. Lot. Yeah, they're completely silent. But yeah. they are fast. Uh, whenever I, I review one for the magazine, I always let some people drive it because they go, well, what would I want to get in that for? I said, go ahead and punch <laughs> it. And it's it's euphoric. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. So come out of here at Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway, and the Tollway, pre-owned cars, new cars. And they got some really sweet-looking vintage cars. Yes, they that do. second one, I love it. Yep. Yeah, they got some good stuff. It's like uh, Eric Moss's uh, museum out here. And these motorcycles. Yep. Yeah, BMW is, uh, I think they made their name in motorcycles way back in World War II. It's got a sidecar. Uh-huh. That is awesome. Got to have a sidecar. I know. All right, let's get to it. Uh, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So up next, let's get in this uh, Players Impact Program. I want to get Paul's thoughts on this. Bryson versus Brooks. And the controversy surrounding anchoring with putting and what constitutes what constitutes it, constitutes it and what doesn't, because there's some controversy going on there. Let's do all that next on the little ticket. But before we do that, let's uh, introduce... Uh, 
Engineer extraordinaire Kern, good morning to you, buddy. Good morning. You didn't have to introduce me. Yeah, why not? We've got the greatness of Paul Stankowski No, here. this is a team effort. I already, we couldn't do it without you, bud. I, yes, trust me. And back at the station, uh, program. I'm going to call you the program director of the show, Jay King. I'll take that. Yeah. And the news director of the show, Jacob Dedimore, doing tickers twice an hour. I'm sure he'll update you on the Mav game last night. I accept your wah, title wah. promotion, and uh, I'm also going to give you a little update on the on the memorial. Had a little excitement already this morning. Nice. Okay, we'll do that. So up next, let's talk to Paul about the uh, subjects at hand, and uh, keep ears listening. A little ticket. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. A little woozy this morning. Stayed up for the Mav game last night. Man, Kawhi Leonard. He's pretty good. What a dagger he was doing. Oh, man, everything. I can't imagine. So when I'll go play some basketball at the gym sometimes or at least shoot hoops, and if I'm 25 feet out, it takes a little bit of an effort to get the ball to the rack. Oh, my gosh. And these guys are just flicking their wrists from 35 feet out, half court. Falling away. Yes. (laughs) And that hoop is small. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Anyway, game seven on Sunday. Nauseating, actually. This is the first time in the history of the NBA playoffs that for the first six games, the home team has not won a game. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's stupid. Anyway, we're here, get it. we're here to talk off. Oh, yeah. And we're doing it at Classic BMW Spring Creek uh, Parkway in the Tollway. You come out here because they got every possible segment of a vehicle you want. You want a small SUV, they got that. You can cross over, they want a big three-rower, they got that. They got... Power cars. They got M3s, M4s. They have electric cars that will wow you. So check it all out of here, Classic BMW. This segment brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. They have courses in town for every price range, and uh, they're putting big money into all of them. So check it out. If you get a chance, you want to join a club, check out a Club Corp uh, facility, and I think you'll be duly impressed. 8.30, we'll do leaderboards because they're at the Memorial. They're still playing because there was a rain delay. And I hear, as uh, Jacob Dedimore just uh, uh, mentioned, John Rahm just aced the 16th and birdied the 17th. He's got a two-shot lead over Patrick Cantlay, who's in the clubhouse. We'll get into that in a little bit. And then we'll we'll get into Paul Stankowski is our guest co-host today. Craig is out. And he has played on the PGA Tour. Now he's on the Senior Tour. And I want to kind of get the the lay of the land, the differences, and, and all that. So we'll talk. That's if you have the ability to play it, because it's highly exclusive. And they do that for a reason. It's a nudity tour for the stars, and then everybody else that can possibly glom onto it. But first, a couple things I want to uh, run past Paul. They have this player impact program. And they're going to take 10 players who they deem through various social media metric analytics, the top 10 most impactful or influential players on tour are going to split $40 million. And they're doing it because the fledgling Players Golf League over, or Premier Golf League over, it's, uh, it's funded by some Saudi money. We're going to try and cherry-pick the, the marquee names on the PGA Tour. And the PGA Tour said, okay, you do that, you can't play on the PGA Tour. 
but Phil Mickelson was still kind of intrigued. And, you know, there's X amount of players that move the needle on the PGA Tour. There's not as many, I, I don't think, as you think anymore. I mean, you got Tiger, but he's AWOL. Jordan. Jordan might be the second most popular player on tour, at least in the States. You think? In, this, in, the, in the United States, I would say. Because I, I notice uh, as the the announcers are talking, when, when Jordan's in contention, they get really excited. Well, partly because they don't have to say anything. That's true. <laughs> you just let that. Jordan go. I love it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Watch it. Listen to him and Michael walk up the fairway. Well, it's, Michael doesn't do anything. His caddy. He just smirks. I love it. I think. He just says, uh-huh. I, I, I love when, when he's in our feature groups on PJ Tour Live and, and when I'm, I have the pleasure to be on the mic it is uh it's it's fun i just i just smile because it's mm-hmm. fun you know he they know they're on yep and it's just they just convert well it's, it's a one-way conver- conversion oh if you, if you will yeah uh conversation up the fairway and and uh and then when he gets over the ball when he's figuring out his shot it's four or five different options yeah, and he's just talking it out. He doesn't want confirmation from Michael. All right, he's just he talking just, it out, which is great. Out. I think it's awesome. I, it makes for great to me, great TV, great audio, and uh, well, it's good for us yeah. amateurs to kind of figure out how how you guys pick apart a course. Sure, and, you know? and he might. I mean, we're all doing that. You know, going through the options. Uh, we do it quickly in our head most mm-hmm. of the time. Most of the time, it's not audible. Him and you know Bones and and Phil, yeah, they they did a lot of talking as well, which is cool. I, I love it. I, I think Bryson does it, it. It is great to hear um, as a fan mm-hmm. um, to hear you know what what they're thinking um, because that's the the biggest mystery, right? Um, is one why? How are they so good? The players that play, they're like, gosh, these guys are amazing, and it's not just about hitting the ball square in the face to the, mm-hmm. to the impact. It's how you think. It's what you see, the vision, where I want this ball. It's about misses, right? Yes. And a lot of people think that these players fire at every flag stick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, they don't. Depends on where they're at. rare. Yeah. yeah. You have a wedge in your hand. The pin's in the middle of the green. They're, yeah, they're they're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, you know, hits it inside five feet from inside 100 yards a lot. Mm-hmm. Zach Johnson did. But you get outside that, all of a sudden they're aiming at a target, but the yep. target no longer the pin. It might be 10 feet left, five feet left. Don't want to short side left. themselves, right. all that stuff. It's it's There's a lot of strategy involved, and, and but when you're not listening to it, right, mm-hmm. um, you're just if, – if there's no audio – they're just hitting, but now all of a sudden, Jordan's like, "You like it at the at the sign? Like, how about mm-hmm. that guy or whatever?" And then, if you have the pleasure, if the camera angles are such that you can see where they're aiming, you're oh, like, that top oh. tracer is so genius! Isn't that great? It's yeah. the best thing that ever happened to TV golf because other than that, you've seen a ball in the air against a sky backdrop. You have no clue what's going yeah. on. Um, so the other thing I've I've noticed and I've taken into account if I can do it is I know almost every amateur when they shoot the the distance it's always to the flag always to the flag right the pros don't necessarily shoot to the flag they look to see what's going to cover a front bunker yeah or how you know what's the front what's the back and i never knew that back in the day yeah i just looked at the flag and thinking i'm going to flag hunt on every shot and yeah. that's that's the stupidity the, of an amateur the rangefinder is um to me, I, I think it it's a it can be a detriment to the player if you get locked into a rangefinder. You know, when we're at home, 
When we're at home, we shoot the pin, you fire a shot. Yeah. Um, for the most part. But out there, yeah, one, we just started using range finders a couple weeks ago yep. at the PGA. I, I don't think that's going to be a, a common occurrence, but it was very weird. But the, the players, are, they're still getting, they want a front number. Yeah. They want the adjusted front number based on the up and downhill. Um, they Wind. Want, they want, yeah, well, some everybody does a little bit differently. But typically you go front, is it up or down? Mm-hmm. So it's 150 front, downhill, 150, 148. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, you know, 22 to the pin, right? 160, okay. 170. Yep. And then you go, okay, what's the ridge? Well, mm-hmm. it's 164 to cover the cover the ridge. Okay, right. fine. And those numbers go down. The caddy should be writing all that stuff down sure. on his little book. I write them down. Um, and then that way, then you go, okay, so it's 160, it's 170, 164 cover, uh, helping a little off the right. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 158. You write that down, circle it, whatever. There's your thought. Now I'm going to hit 158-yard shot. Um, and then it comes to that. So you might have shot 170, but mm-hmm. you're trying to hit it 158. Right. I see junior golfers. When I was watching my son play junior golf when he was doing that, you know, they're shooting the pin, right? Okay, yep. 150 to the pin. The pin's in the back of the green. Mm-hmm. It's four off the back. He doesn't know that. He right. just knows it's 150 to the pin. It's blowing 20 miles an hour at your back. Mm-hmm. So you're going, okay, I, I'm looking at it going 150 downwind. I'm going to land this thing 138, maybe 140. One th- we'll say 135, and it's helping. It's it's going to play like a 120-yard shot. So 150 is now 120. Yeah. And But he'll, pu- he'll pull his 150 club out and send full send into the trees behind the green. I'm like, And then they go, what the heck what just happened? happened? Yeah, I don't normally hit my shot that far. Right. But so you, 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 we always come up with a number, and, and it is based on up, downhill, the lie. You know, you get a little heater lie, like, uh-huh. oh, gosh, this has got to land on the front. So it's 190 pin, pins back 30. It's only 160 front, and it's downwind 10. That's 150, and it's going to fly. That's another 10, And it's not going to stop on the green, typically. So, you're not so going to get TV, a lot of bite. The announcer's like, well, from 190, he's hitting pitching wedge. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And you're like, yeah, because he's only trying to hit a 135-yard shot. Right. You know, and that's that's the funny thing because, you know, when you hear people just amazed, he hit a pitching wedge 190. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, out of the rough downhill. Yeah. He didn't, and it rolled Downwind. 30 yards. I play with people that don't. When I say, how far do you carry your 8-iron? They're like, one, one, 160. I'm like, no, no, carry. They're uh-huh. like, what do you mean carry? <laughs> I'm like, how far does it fly in the air? If you had a water t- feature to right. cover and it was 160 to carry the water, what club are you hitting? Uh-huh. It could be 8-iron. Here's the other part. They don't get it. Here's the other part. They will they will uh, measure their carry based upon the best shot they ever hit at the range. <laughs> exactly. And they've totally nutted it, right? Yeah. I always play for the miss. So yeah. I I remember uh, asking Bruce Liskey one time. I said, you shoot a 63. How many perfect shots? And perfect mm-hmm. is all relative. Yeah. Did you hit in that round? He goes, two. Yeah. And now you guys have higher expectations. But a lot of but you always told me and other pros the same when you watch the amateurs play, and we'll get into more amateur tips at nine ten, but the number one thing that you guys see in pro ams is everybody under clubs. Yeah. Because they because they're expecting the perfect shot and it ain't happening. Yeah. And but they are but also, yes to that, and but also because they don't know how far it carries. Right. And so a front pin, it lands short, typically those don't bounce up. More moisture on the front of the green, mm-hmm. softer, and invariably they're short. Tour players leave it short, too. That's where, you know, I think Scott's done a great job uh, with his decade stuff at at giving a mathematical equation to uh, 
to to Scott Scott Fawcett. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know because now all of a sudden you you know front pins, you know your your scatter chart right. Yeah. Uh, some are going to be you know they're going to be wider than they are deep and and short. And maybe sometimes you don't want to be behind the hole because it's a downhill putt. You sure. want to leave yourself an uphill putt. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all that's all that. Even us, you know, the best players in the world, Rory, DJ, whatever, from 150 yards, that whatever club he's going to hit, pitching wedge, whatever, it, it might go 153. That's nine feet. It might mm-hmm. go 147. That's nine feet. Mm-hmm. And so that's an 18-foot gap north and more to south. It might go 15 feet right, 15 feet left. That's 30, right? That's right. 30 feet. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big circle. Yeah, it is. Uh that's for the best players. Imagine yes. a you know a, a ten handicapper. I mean, his circle could be fifty yards. Could be the whole green. <laughs> if if it, it you if you whole, hit the green, absolutely. Yeah. So therefore, aim in the middle of the green. Maybe if you're you know, uh, they've always anyway. said that you know if you take out all the pins, yeah, take them out, no flags. You're you're invariably going to play for the middle of the green because you don't know where the hole is. Right, yeah. you'll play a lot better. Yeah, put a pin in the middle of the green that doesn't have a hole, just a just a yeah. pin, yeah. and say aim at that. That'd be interesting. It's hard though. It's really hard to not aim at a pin. I know because it's a target. It's like it's it's it should have like lights. It's and, like catnip. It's just going come and get me, uh-huh, and you're uh-huh. like no. So you literally got to find a tree trunk. Yep. It, it's nice when there are people there because you can you can oh that guy in pink or that whatever the you know the lady with the big hat or you know the stiletto whatever you, you're looking you're like I'm gonna hit it stiletto. there. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you, the Nelson you saw some crazy yeah, stuff. So there were targets to aim at that that could take your attention away from the pin. And the pin is very rarely your target. Right. Um, but for us, but for the average Joe and Jane, the target is be the pin. And, but it should be the middle yep. in your case because it's like, well, you might miss it 30 feet long, 30 feet short, 30 feet right, 30 feet left. And there you go. So anyway. Okay. So we're talking to Paul Stankowski, PGA Tour player, now senior uh, tour player. So real quick, um, this whole – uh, arm bar anchoring for putting. Yeah. So Xander Shoffley mentioned yesterday or the other day, he goes, I think it's completely illegal. 100%. But I'm going to use it if they're going to allow it. Yeah. So it, what is it with you can arm bar, you can arm lock, but you can't anchor on your sternum? I don't get it. It's the dumbest thing ever. And I think it's just the USGA was. The, on the forefront of doing that, of making the change, mm-hmm. and they're they, a bunch of guys in a room having some wine, going, "Yeah, let's let's make it." Johnny putts amazing with the club in his chest. Right, we're going to disallow that. Well, nobody was really arm barring. Er, Bernhard was doing some arm bar, arm bar, and, and then uh, Matt Kuchar at first, and then well, yeah, but I think all that happened after the the switch. I don't even know. All I, I I'm with. Z- Xander, Xander said that. Uh-huh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm with him. I didn't. I didn't hear that, but I've said it all along as well. Like you've, you're anchoring it. I think the rules of golf should state that the putter or any golf club can only touch your hands, one hand or two hands. Agreed. That's it. Your hands. If it touches any other part of your body, it's anchoring. So therefore, cross hand, traditional. I, I don't care. One handed. Mike Holbert did that. Mm-hmm. I tried it for one hole, and I I yipped in a one inch or one foot putt, <laughs> and I said, "Okay, I can't do that anymore." Um, but it, it it should only touch your hands. Yeah. And 
period. There's a rule. Let's end it all. Because the stupid anchoring thing, oh. like that is 100% easier sure is. than the thing in your chest. I've tried the thing in my chest. I hit my foot one time with my club. <laughs> it was like, woo. Um, I tried the, like belly, broom the belly putter. Yeah, I remember I, I that. I did that for a minute. And yeah. I, I moved my head back so much that, you know, my the bottom changes. And, and I hit one fat. Uh, mm-hmm. Literally <laughs> hit it. <laughs> took a divot out of a green almost. Um, so... We're going to try everything, I know. right? We're creatures of, well, we're freaks, you know, well, and we're going to try it all. And, and if they allow an arm bar, if they allowed you to you stick it in your earlobe, we're going to try it. And I, I think I think it should be illegal. Yeah, well, I remember it wasn't even a, an issue until all of a sudden uh, long putters or anchor putters, Keegan Bradley, yeah. Webb Simpson, they started winning majors, yeah. and then we go, whoa, whoa, okay, this is way too much of an advantage. Well, it really wasn't. They just yeah. th- those guys just happened to win those weeks. Yeah. I felt bad for the guys like Keegan and Webb who grew up with that. Yeah, and all of a sudden now it's illegal. Yeah, Tim like, Clark. Huh? Tim Clark. Tim Clark can't even play hands. anymore. Yeah, he has an issue. He's done. literally with the rotation in his wrists. Yep, and to to hold a putter traditionally, I. I mean, he he grips a golf club, so I, I still don't understand. I don't that. understand but, that either. But I- anyway, regardless, there there was some issue there with him, and and uh, he's out. I, I just think that the belly putter. Well, even okay, I tried to put the it up my arm. arm. I yep. can't do it. Right, like I use my hands too much, and all of a sudden now I've got to use just my chest. I, I probably could practice to get better at it, but. It definitely helps people. But you know, it it's a it doesn't make it, him a great the putter. Theory is it's anchoring mm-hmm. okay so it's anchoring it i don't care what style cross-handed helps some people yep. some people it would hinder mm-hmm. um you know putting with i putt with a normal golf grip yes yeah, so i just I. I just change the way it goes in my hand but mm-hmm. i don't i don't overlap or interlock or reverse whatever. overlap i yeah. just i have the same same grip I just, it just kind of sits differently mm-hmm. in my left hand um but there are all there are styles of everything that people utilize to make it easier easier for them to execute right woody austin used to throw a, a, a ball on the tee and hit his driver off the deck when right. he wanted to get it in the fairway right, right. If, you, if you made that illegal that have sucked for him right <laughs> yeah, but exactly we're it. going to do whatever we can do to make it simple chris couch would chip cross-handed vj yep. tried cross-handed chipping well you can't outlaw that but it made him a better chipper yep yeah but 99% of the people are going to skull and shank shots yeah. doing it that way. So I, I don't care. But anchoring, how is it not anchoring? If you can, whether it's your belly button, your sternum, or ripped up your forearm, like, and then locked in, like, that is, that's really anchoring. It right? should be the same swing, essentially, as a full swing. Because nobody anchors a Just full swing. Just hold it in your hands. Yeah. One hand, if you choose to, two hands. Not many people have three hands. So two hands, yep. let it go. And I don't care how you hold it in those hands. I like it. It just can't touch anything else. I like it. That's Paul Stankowski, PGA Tour player, senior PGA Tour player. And uh, he's filling in for Craig today. We're at the Greatness of Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway in the Tollway. That was brought to you by Arcus Golf. Check out, uh, you know, they just reopened Iron Horse. You haven't played that in a while. You just need to get out there. It's right over there in North Richland Hills. It is worthy. We'll get into the leaderboards next because John Rahm, who does something that uh, I don't see many players do much anymore, and we'll talk about that next. Before that, uh, I need to talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. It recently got the pool renovated. It's been 30 years, and it looked it. It looked old. It looked dated. So J.T. Pierce, uh, Big P1, 
um, came out, took a look at it, gave me my options, told me what I probably shouldn't do, which saved me money. I like that. And he was on top of things every step of the way, even when there were part shortages because of the pa- uh, the power outage and all that. Good stuff. So now my my favorite place at the house is in the backyard chilling. What's his name? J.T. Pierce. J.T. I, I I need your help, buddy. Oh, good. See, my pool is eighteen years old. Oh, it doesn't it, look like. It, and my dog sits on the on the on the little the little you know pad deck, uh-huh. little deck thing. Yeah. It, it, it's horrendous. You know what it's like? It looks an old pool looks like shag carpet. Uh, I, I, it was something else that started with an S and H. My pool looks like. I'm trying to equate the two. Anyway, yeah. check out JT Pairs AdvancedPlaster.com. It's going to start getting busy because now this is pool season. But typically, he only takes about four, five, six days to get it done. So. Wow. Doesn't take long at all. Very cost efficient, and he's on top of things. So check it out. Take it from personal experience that I've enjoyed. Advancedplaster.com will take care of you. No bueno. From Sports Radio 967 and 1310, the ticket. The ticket. T Box. Rick Arnett. Paul Stankowski, PGA Tour player. Filling in for Craig today. Craig is taking a little R&R. And Kern singing on the sidelines, <laughs> a little background noise, at uh, 8.50. So Paul's played on the PGA Tour, the only player in the history of ever to win a, back then it was a Nike. Nike, he won that event, and the very next week he won the Bell South. Only player ever to do that. That's pretty amazing. That's a, that's a feather. I think it's an interestingly cheesy stat. I don't but, think so. But it, but it, Look how many people have done it. Hey, I mean, have tried to do that. Not many. I bet more than you think. Yeah, that's one thing I got on Tiger and Phil. Damn right. So take that. Damn guys. right. Think you're all that. <laughs> this is brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Check it out if your kid is between 12 and 18 and he wants to play a little competitive golf. It's a good thing to get into. So go to tjgt.com. 8:50. Talk about the PGA Tour versus playing with the olds on the Champions Tour. It's a lot different than the and the beer bellies back in the day. This is way different. But let's get to a leaderboard because they're playing Memorial. They just about finished up today because they had a rain delay. And Memorial in, in June, go figure, right? And John Brom is your leader at 10 under. He's got a two-shot lead over Patrick Cantley, who is a past winner there. And then I look at a guy, so we play DraftKings. Rafa Cabrera Bayo. I had him. Mm. He was cheap. The lowest price guy on these in these uh, fantasy bets are six thousand dollars. He was sixty two hundred. He is at seven under par. Just hurts. One thing about John Rahm. He's one of the few golfers that I've seen, along with Tiger, that uses a normal putting grip, meaning not a super stroke, not a big fat thing. It's a normal one. You don't just, see that much anymore. Yeah, just the old skinny. Yeah. Ping use up. In fact, Tiger uses a ping grip. Still he does. Still does. Yeah. Blacks it out. Yep. Um, there's something about the feel, and obviously, if you have a club, the the grips that you use on your clubs, 
they haven't changed. Mm-mm. You know, a different brand, maybe right. maybe a little different Ford, texture. But, you know, they make thing. the 58s, they make the 60s, they have a rib, mm-hmm. they make the midsize. So whatever you the use, corded, yeah. And he's used, I'm sure, the same one. Mm-hmm. And then, so why would you not have the same, you know, grip in your hand? Because that's where your hands are going. Um, Showing he's touching the club. It's, yeah. So, um, and he found it back in, when he was in high school. Loved it and keeps it. Scotty Scheffler. He's tied for fourth. Love that dude. Six under par, along with Max Homa, who's another darling. He's probably a top ten impact player on social media. He's funny. He is really good. Colin Morikawa shot a sweet 66 on Thursday, came back with an even par 72. Now that's a ball striker. Here's what I've noticed, along with uh, Xander Shoffley, who we talked about earlier, doesn't like the anchoring putter. There are very few golfers that I've seen pro golfers that are awesome ball strikers meaning full swing shots and awesome putters it's almost like you're either a sprinter or a long distance runner you either have fast twitch or slow twitch muscles it's i see the guys that really stripe a golf ball have issues putting and guys that are really good putters maybe are not the best ball strikers as a whole yeah i mean tiger is obviously a one-off jack's a one-off but he jack wasn't very good with a short game. See, I think it, it's funny. It, it, it's so relative, right? Uh-huh. Uh, there's not a bad putter on the PGA Tour, period. There's not a bad putter on the PGA Tour. But if they're, I mean, if, listen, they're top 20 speaking, in ball well, striking th- but that's and the they're thing. 100th in putting. You, it, there are there are guys that make everything, uh-huh. right? Just just like there are guys that hit at 350. Right. Okay. They're, they're an, uh, an anomaly, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, most guys on the PJ Tour are good putters. Some are great. Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. great putter. Brad Faxon, back in the day, great putter. Ben Crane, mm-hmm. great putter. Ben Crenshaw. Um, Crenshaw. Rory. Okay. I would I would say Rory is, is a great putter here, but Rory also has a propensity to miss a lot of putts. Yes. Okay. But he has a lot of chances. V. Mm-hmm. There you go. VJ has been tabbed as a bad putter. <laughs> there are no bad putters. Right. He tends to miss a lot of putts that you think he should make. But here's the thing. We are also clouded, 100% clouded right. by TV. Those of us watching the box, Uh huh. because what do they do? They you show could. putts that go in. Okay. Yes. And so we think that they make everything. 10, 12, 15, 18 footers. They're making them all day long on TV, uh-huh, right? Right. But that's not the case. It's not the case. So if you look at what is one, I don't know if you're pulling up stats. Rory is 102nd in putts per round. Putts per round. Horrible stat. Okay. Putts per green in regulation is one. Mm-hmm. Strokes gain putting. I don't know the metrics on that, but I think that's a really good stat. Well, it's, that's how you compare against the field. Yes. Sort of. You know, because it's positional putts. And if all you're making stuff. like 100 feet, 120 feet of putts in a round, you're killing it or whatever. Not necessarily because you could make a 60-footer yeah. and have 100 feet of putts, and that means you didn't very ma- you didn't make very much. That's you true. You 40 feet in the other 17 holes. So there again, even that one, feet of putts made, eh, they might- need to go based minus or di- divided or whatever it is. got to do some <laughs> sort of mathematical equation. Right. I only add up to fives. <laughs> right. Maybe sixes. Maybe I tried tens. out. The, I let my caddy count to the sevens. And uh-huh. eights. But the 
divide that out, the, the long putt, like to figure out exactly, you know, it's like a handicap system. You don't take your best 20 score. You take eight of the best 20. Uh, but if you're making a, a four, five, six putts from 10 to 15 feet, that's a great day putting. Right. Th- th- those are not easy to make. They don't, I mean, the tour average from 15 feet is what, 20%? Well, from five feet. It's it, only it's like ninety eighty something percent. No, it's right? not even that high. Yeah. It's so like and that's taking everybody, 60s, right? Guys yeah. who are slapping putts around, and mm-hmm. you three putt from three feet. Now sure. That, that, so th- those those are missed. But putting putts per green in regulation was the old the old style, right. right? If you hit a green, how many times? You know. So at the end of the day, uh, somebody had a great day putting one point five two, right? One point five. Right. That means what is that? They made. Th- I don't, I'm not even to go there. <laughs> not even to go there. I have no clue. It means you putted really well. Right. One or two would means you average two putts a green that you hit, mm-hmm. which you're not going to make very many birdies. Putting, yeah. Not going to make very many birdies. Maybe you three putted three times and you had three one putts. It's still going to add up to two. So to give you an idea, so just picking Rory from four feet, he's 188th in putting. Okay. And What's his and his conversion rate is 87. percent 87 percent from four feet yeah like okay what is number one from four feet that's the that's the so we're gonna then we're gonna go yeah the, the gap isn't very big is what i'm saying right i agree now now from six feet he's barely 50 percent from six feet yeah Isn't that amazing but we do we see him miss a lot of those right, right. doesn't because he's, he's on tv putter. a lot yes he's everybody misses some of those but you know you look at weeks that like uh ta had at San Antonio mm-hmm. one year. I, I'm pretty sure the number Tommy was, f- sorry, yes, yeah. 54 out of 54 inside 10 feet. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was crazy. Yeah. I, I think that was it. Maybe 53, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. he would have missed one. I don't think he missed any inside 10 feet. Now, they all weren't 10-footers. Who cares? Like, it, he did not miss a putt that's amazing. inside 10 feet. Yeah. That's awesome. Tigers had some of those. Especially given that stat right there. Four and that, a quarter inch hole. It's a little never hole. changed. Ball marks. Yeah. You know. Well, now you can nerves. take those down. Well, that's true. But yeah. imperfections, we'll just right. call it. Um, so, yeah. that My point in that is there are no bad putters on tour. There are better putters. But even the these are tour players, right? You, you don't get out there being a bad putter. No. You know, Johnny at the club is a bad putter. Uh, he could... He could you know, he could miss it from a foot, and if he, and he might even hit himself with a ball, and that's really bad, right? So, anyway, I, I, I don't. No, no, no. I know you're what right. you're saying, but they're just statistically lower. But the difference between Rory at 100 and what'd you say, 67th from 188, 188 from four feet, they only keep about 215 people. Yeah, I know. Um, I want to know what one is, and if if he's at what'd you say he was 84 percent. Mm-hmm. From four feet, eighty-seven, eighty-seven percent from four feet. I'll check that out during. The you break. know, uh, number one. Remember, you have to have enough holes in there. It might be ninety-four mm-hmm. percent. So it's not that. I mean, honestly, right. it's, not it's all big. relative. It, it is. But and when, when you're talking scoring average, when you're taking tenths of a stroke yeah. per round, yeah. it's a make makes a, a big lot difference. of people in there. Like, uh, the old strokes game or uh, uh, the putts per green and reg. Like I say, 1.8, 1.85, there could be 40 people in there. Right. right? So, I mean, right. like, literally it's not that. Hey, real quick, uh, Hideki Matsuyama, Masters winner, he is tied for 15th at 3-under. So is Justin Thomas. Uh, Victor Hovland, great player. He's a 2-under. Adam Scott, 2-under. Great leaderboard, by the way. Jordan Spieth, 
I thought he was going to miss the cut. He shot a fat 76 the first round, came back and shot five under the second. So he's playing in the weekend. So is Bryson DeChambeau. They're both at one under par. And Rory's at even. And that's about it for Memorial. All right. That was brought to you by the greatness of Four Seasons in Las Colinas. Get their stay-and-play packages. They're very, very good. And you want to get a little staycation, a little getaway, but you don't want to be home. Not a bad little idea, and you could play TPC. The Greens uh, are perfect right now, Yes, by the way. they are. All right, up next with Paul Stankowski, pro golfer extraordinaire. He's played the PGA Tour. It's one on the PGA Tour. He's playing now on the Champions Tour. What's the differences? Is it just a – is it more of an exhibition? I mean, what really is it, and how good are these guys that are 50-plus? We'll talk about that next on The Little Ticket. Still new on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. Classic BMW is the T-Box venue today, and they've been in business for 50 years. Lee Moss, Eric Moss, do a great job out of here. I've been customer out of here, and they t- treat you with kid gloves. Just, just great. I've owned two of them yep. in my life, and yeah, they do a great job. They love Lee. And don't forget the pre-owns. They have over 200 models in stock. You can actually get exceptional lease and financing available with BMW Financial Services. At uh, 910, Paul, because he's a pro golfer, has played in a lot of pro-ams. He's going to give you amateurs, us amateurs, maybe some tips. And then at 930, I'm playing in a pro-am on Monday. I'll give you a little background on that. Looking forward to it up at Hurricane Creek, way up there. North. I played it. I yep. like it. It is fun. Yes. But right now, let's get into. Uh, I'm always curious because uh, the PGA Tour is obviously the best players in the world. And then they came up with the bit where when the marquee players back in the day, the Lee Trevinos, the Arnold Palmers, the Gary Players, the Jack Nicholas, well, they're still young enough to play good golf. But they weren't going to compete well on the PGA Tour, so they came up with kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a showcase tour, kind of an exhibition tour, no cut. They only have three rounds, but you get to see the legends, and they're still hitting their golf ball, right? Well, it's kind of morphed into a big annuity for some of these guys that have been playing on tour for a long time, and the Bernard Longers of the world are making bank every week, and some of these guys have made a heck of a living. What I don't like about it is it, how exclusionary it, it is for everybody else trying to get in. It's it's a closed shop, and you only get five players. And I still haven't figured out. Todd Hamilton won a major, won the won a British Open. He does not have status on the on the uh, Champions Tour. Correct. I don't get it. I just I don't. It seems like the the target moves every time they come up with a rule. Eh, there's too many people getting in. Let's change that. Let's exclude those guys. I don't know. It's, I understand it. It's it's more of a circus. It's more of a carnival. Let's showcase all the big names that we grew up with. And if you want to see them hit a golf ball and under a little bit more benign conditions, uh, except for their 19 majors a year they seem to have for whatever reason. Uh, Paul Stankowski is now on that tour. And he came in 23rd at the senior PGA. I'm not necessarily on that tour. I'm a member of the tour. 
Well, but I'm, you're on it enough I'm, I'm to a come in 23rd, and that's all I got. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the outside looking in, unless I somehow Monday qualify. Well, you're or one of those case, guys. I got in through the the uh, PGA of America, um, but I am occasionally, and you out made there. money, and yeah, I made a little money. You know what's funny about the clothes shop? It is a clothes shop. It's well, a, it's the it, worst. It, and it when I quit playing in 2013 to start my old belt company mm-hmm. and do broadcasting and such, watch my kids grow. Do you want to promote that? Um, I had uh, the... Yes, no? Okay, move on. Um, I did... Oh, yeah, the belt company was Francis Edward. No, I'm talking about broadcasting. I you had something now. No, no, no. No, okay. I'm just saying that the... Um, I was exempt for two years. You okay. Know, it, was, it, it was, if you won multiple events mm-hmm. on the tour then, right. then you had it was a 50 51 category mm-hmm. right so i was gonna i'm like all right cool i quit playing i was like perfect i'm gonna pick it back up in 18 practice a little bit play a few events on the corn ferry mm-hmm. play a few more events in 19 and then go 2020 was gonna be my year right so, gotcha uh probably 2014 sometime like the next year they changed the rules to some point system you gotta be mm-hmm. you gotta have five points and i have two so um so i was out so which is fine. They let me go to Q school for two two straight years, right? Uh, to the finals. Um, anyway, they have m- moved it. So I, I was talking to a they perennial top thirty six player, uh-huh. um, f- couple multiple major winner on the PGA Tour. Right, I'm talking to him uh, last week, um, and uh, he was asked if I was playing in a tournament coming up, and I said no, there's no qualifier, yada yada yada. He goes, well, just you know, play great when you get a chance. And right. I'm like, yeah. I go. I said, Here, here's the text thread. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Your tour is a closed shop, and the regs continue to tighten up to protect the exempt guys. Yep. With Cheka, Doug Barron, Dickie Pride, Shane Birch, etc., winning out there, I cannot wait to see what else they do to keep. It sucks. Keep uh, the but boys on the it. inside. It's, right. It's all about eyeballs and who you're gonna. You know, I mean, his, you his response was, unfortunately, we don't need those guys winning. No, no. <laughs> and Gotta well, play the in, hits. in essence, the, me too. Like if I was out there and I won, I'm not the person they want winning. Uh, they want well, and honestly, they need Freddie and and Phil. They need Phil to play. Yeah, he you know, Furyk to play. Right. Um, because it would be th- those guys definitely move the needle out there. Mm-hmm. So, in their, to their defense, you know, they they've got to. You know they got to make sure that there are enough major winners. Todd yes. Hamilton won a major. He won the Honda. Mm-hmm. He's got three points, um, or four. That's four points. He's one point short. Sean McKeel, he's a, he's a major winner. He's not in. Um, they're ben like, Curtis. Ben Curtis. He, he when he turns fifty, he won't be in. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is the what's interesting? Sacrilegious. And here's the deal. Last week's a major, right? PGA, the Senior PGA, KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship. It's a major championship. Top tens from that event don't get in the next week. That makes no sense. Makes no, John Rieger is a guy that has won on the Champions Tour. I don't think he won on the PJ Tour, but he's won on the Champions Tour. He's He's been in the top 36 a few times over the last five, six years out there. Um, may not know his name, but he he's an accomplished player on that tour who mm-hmm. fell outside the top 54 last year. Right. He finished tied for fifth. At the PGA, mm-hmm. and he's Monday. He, in fact, he didn't even do the Monday qualifier. He's like, "Screw this, I'm not doing it." And he ended up getting in as an alternate the day uh, the day before or mm-hmm. two days ago. So, okay. So, the but di- anyway, it's hard. So the differences. So obviously, that they don't hit it as far, but they're still hitting it plenty far. So, what, what are yeah. the things you noticed by playing on the Champions Tour that maybe surprised you? 
Well, I, I wasn't surprised by any course conditions. Course conditions. Well, I played Over three events. I played three events. I played Pebble Beach. Right. Last, well, so you played that. Year. You played that, that played on the PGA the Tour insurance. a lot. Exactly, and okay. we played from the exact same tees that right. we played the the AT and T. Two holes that we didn't play the tips nine and ten. Okay, uh, everything else we played the same tees. Same okay. sets of tees. Rough lower, a little more uh, generous. The rough might be a, a a little bit lower. Green slower. Mm, it depends. They were slow last week. Okay, um, but that I think that was just the because of the conditions. Um, but. I don't know. I don't think they're slower. I mean, I, I heard guys talking about a couple weeks ago the greens were 14, like at regions or wow. something. So that's they're, fast. They're, they're fast, but maybe a little less rough. Okay. Um, Fairway's and, a little uh, wider? Not than the PGA Tour, I don't think. Okay. I, I think, they're, I think they're, they're basically conditioned very similarly. We just play between 68 and 70, 100 yards, depending on the venue, uh-huh. uh, the type of grasses, the conditions, the wetness. You know, You're not going to see any 7,600-yard courses? No. Okay. No. Well, we'll see them, but we're just not going to be playing it. <laughs> you, you play know. from the up tees. Yeah, yeah. They'll, I mean, they'll like last week at the, at the PGA, uh, there were some holes that we were on the tips. And there were some holes that we were far from the tips. Mm-hmm. Um which is fine. So we played a 585-yard par five, you know. But from where they're going to play next year at the, at the Young Boy PGA, mm-hmm. it's going to be 640. Right. Um, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, par fives on the, on that tour, a lot of dr- you know. The, for me, I would say I'm a little above average in length out mm-hmm. there, which is great. I yeah, went hit from, it I went from old and really short to really young and really. I average. saw you average 280. There you go. Okay, two eighty. So I'm probably that's I'm a, I'm a little bit above average, I would say. Not okay. not anywhere long. I played with Scott McCarron. He was still fifteen, twenty yards behind me. Um, so par five, par fours. I'm hitting a lot of wedge nine eight irons into the greens. Okay. Par fives. I can get to. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one like last week. One, I got to one of them one day. Five eighty was downwind and it helped. But uh, par fives are typically kind of reachable. Okay. To very reachable. The par fours are wedges, nines, eight irons, and then the par threes are six, five, and four irons. I mean, they're okay. long. Par threes okay. are long. That's mm-hmm. kind of the 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 makeup of the golf courses out there. Right. Par threes are really good. Par fives are gettable. Par fours are you know fairly short. Okay. Uh, random six iron into a par four. How about but the vibe? Very chill. Very fun. Um, they're still working. Sure. They're still so out there grinding, hitting balls on the range, doing the things, but way different attitude you know um the guys are you know some of the guys are just thankful they can walk um and those who can't walk like john daly take carts. take a cart which yeah. is some now let's think some of the events let you take carts right and some you have to have be a part of the was it ada is that what they call that okay. uh, american disabilities yeah. act uh-huh. um so daly is you know has a has a pass on that there's a caddy Corey Pavin's caddy can ride a cart because he's mm-hmm. a, he's got a disability. Interesting. Um, and then uh, some events, some of the older events, this is what I've learned, that the older events still let you take a cart if you choose to. Now, the only thing that can be on the cart is your bag. Um, what are you going to put on not, it? Not supposed to carry, you know, a cooler, a beer snacks, cooler, whatever, right? Not supposed <laughs> to even have rain gear sitting in the thing. It's just it's supposed to just carry your yeah, bag. The yeah. caddy... Um, no, I take that back. The caddy has to carry the clubs. Period. Right. Unless he's unless he's Corey's caddy that has a, an exemption. The player though can ride a cart, yeah. and that's all it could be on there as a player. You can't like throw the rain gear. The caddy's got to slip. Is it an open cart or do you have a roof? 
on top. Supposed to be a roofless cart. Okay. Um, so Dickie Pride wins a few weeks ago in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dickie's a young guy, 51. I, I love Dickie. I, we, we came out at the same time on yep. tour, 1994, right? Okay. I all of, I'm watching the broadcast. He has a shot, and he jumps in a cart and starts going. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? And what was his bit? He just, they could, they let you ride. So he chose to ride. Probably he's like, I ride at home. Why would I, why would I not ride here? And then in his group, Billy Andre and somebody else, they're walking. All their caddies are walking. And it was Tim Petrovic and, and Andre, I think. But, but Dickie's riding the cart and wins the tournament. And I'm like, the optics of it look bad right. to me. The optics look I bad. I think the optics look the same because it's, it's, it's an older tour. It's an exhibition tour. I know you guys are grinding and it's competitive, but it's three rounds typically. There's no cut. If yeah. you can get in, you're making money. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 PGA Tour light. It's it's still competitive, and these guys can still play really well. But I think there could be certain allowances for the for the Champions Tour just because it's I don't know. It's not a certain. It's just different. It's yeah. just different. Oh. Yeah, you no guys doubt. have the ability to compete still, make some pretty good money, mm-hmm. but. It's it's like if you ask, would you rather win a senior U.S. Open or a PGA Tour event? I think most guys would take the PGA Tour event. Yeah, you're making a lot more money. Yeah. I mean, even the senior U.S. Open is like a four million dollar purse. Yeah. The worst purse on the PGA Tour. Six. Yeah. Six to seven. Right. Yeah. So, money wise, um, but would you rather play in a senior U.S. Open or a PGA Tour event? I mean, I'd play in the most podunk senior event. I don't want to sit there at 490 hard par fours, and I have no interest in that. I'd, I want to no. play with the old guys. And I'll, you don't want guys Walmarting you on every tee shot. No. I mean, and, that would and get believe old. me, that was I, – I, I've documented with Fast Eddie Lore, um, one of the last corn fairies I played with, played with him, and he was – I think it was 65 yards, but my, <laughs> I think my rangefinder was broken. It was probably more like 80. So you can call him Fast Eddie us. Other people have to call him Edward. Edward. For whatever reason. He wants he wants the proper. All right, that's Paul Stankowski, PGA Tour and Champions Tour player. We're at Classic BMW today, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. That was brought to you by the folks over at uh, Golf Clubs at the Tribute. They have, they've now combined Old American and the Tribute. So it's under one clubhouse now. You can play two different courses. They're both stellar. If you haven't been out there, you need to. All right, up next. Tips for amateurs as we talk to the pro tour player du jour. But before that, let's talk about uh, PGA Tour Superstores because Father's Day is next weekend, I believe, June 20th. And they have, no, it's not June 20th. Dang, it's two weeks away. No, it is June 20th. Yeah, but it's two weeks away. It's not next Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you have a golfer in your life, especially if it's a pop, grandfather, whatever, Go to Superstores because they have three of them right now. They have two in Plano, one right down the street on Preston, and they have one in South Lake. Soon to have one in Arlington. And if you mention the tee box when you check out at the uh, at the cashier, you get $20 off your first $100 spent. And then on a separate deal, a separate deal, you get $50 off your first $250 spent. And you get a free van fitting, which uh, that is worth $150. So when you sign up online, type in T-Box, you will save $150. So the T-Box. You need to clarify. Free club fitting. Yeah. You're not fitting your van. 
You're fitting your clubs. Free fitting. Yeah, it's it's a van fitting experience. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that normally costs one hundred fifty dollars. So you get one hundred fifty, two hundred. Just by mentioning the T box, you could save up to two hundred and twenty dollars. That is some good coin. That, that is good coin. And if you uh, apparel, you want uh, gizmos, rangefinders, all that kind of stuff. They all have it there. And they're also hiring staff. They need people. So, and they'll take people as young as 17 now. But if you're an older guy and you're just chilling, you don't know what to do, just work there for the discount, the employee discount. It's got to be good. It's got to be great. So check it out. It's PGA Tour Superstores. It's Father's Day on June 20th. I don't know how many weeks that is away, but it's June 20th. It's the Sunday of the of the U.S. Open, as always. So check it out. Mention the tea box, and you'll be saving some big coinage. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. 9.20 on the ticket. Tea box at a classic BMW today. Spring Creek Parkway in the tollway. The lobby is rife with activity because they have new cars. They have pre-owned cars. They have the service section open and uh, really good coffee. I'll say that for Craig, because Craig is uh, taking a little R&R today, Craig Rosengarten, so in his stead, I'm always delighted to have tour player Paul Stankowski on. It is always he, fun and he has, he has media experience. How about that? A little bit. No, you have more than a little bit. You've been on the PGA Tour radio. You gave been... me my start, though, buddy. I did. Which I did. has been fun. I've, I've really... I always, I'm always eager to get that text message. So I'm always eager for Craig to go out of town. No, but, but and I've, I've haven't been able to do it the last couple times. Yeah. So I was very, I'm very glad that I failed in my Monday qualifying attempt, <laughs> attempt this week in Iowa. Um, to maybe it was just, a, it was just in the cards, you know. Um, you had to pop on. I needed to. I needed my my uh, little tea box fix. Thank you. Well, we appreciate your appearance. It's going to be 80 degrees today, 84 tomorrow. Rain in the forecast through Monday. Then it looks like it's going to be clear in the, in the 80s the rest of the week. So that's a good. 9.30, I'm playing in a little pro-am up at Hurricane Creek. And uh, it has to do with the ladies. So interested in that. And uh, then we'll mix with Country Force. Uh, but before that, you have to play in a lot of pro-ams. And I will say, of the guys I know, you and Todd Hamilton get it. You guys treat the pro-ams as could be a good marketing tool. Never knew who you're going to play with. Make some good contacts. Or the the amateurs that do get to play or ponying up that kind of money, they want, to f- they want to get their money's worth. They want to get an experience. They just don't want a guy that's just walking off on his own and, yeah, I'm here, but I really don't want to be here. And So you see a lot of amateur play. And we talked earlier about some of the the things that amateurs can work on. One of them is you're probably under clubbing. Don't play for the miss. Play for your average shot, not your all-time shot, you know. I'm going to say this. So yesterday I played over at Grapevine, some, some buddies. We had a great time. And one of the guys is uh, getting back into golf. So instead of playing from different tees, because I find that to be a beating, we all play from the whites. We just play from where he wanted to play. And what I found out is this, and this is what I like, is I think you should play from the tees to where you're hitting the same club into a green as the pros do. Mm-hmm. So if I need to hit 
move to one tee to if I hit a decent drive, I'm hitting an eight iron in. That's the tee I should be hitting from. Yeah. Not hitting hybrids and long irons and a par fours and it's a beating. Yeah. And it was it was incredibly refreshing. Yeah. And you still got a chip and putt, but I liked it. It's, it's good. It's more fun. And and I you're the first person that told me to tell me about the uh uh, kind of the rule, the five iron rule, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and that's you know you take your five iron carry, you yep. t- multiply by thirty six, and yep. that's the, the length course you need to play. Exactly. And I tell people that all the time. Like I am, I love. It's that. amazing how close it comes the to where you should be. The math is perfect. Yeah, it's a hundred percent perfect. So anybody out there, find so, out how far you carry your five iron. Legitimately, not, legitimate, and not your all time shots. So, right. for so, instance, yeah. if you, I hit my five iron one ninety six. Okay, 196 times 36. 7,080-something yards. 7,056. There you go, 756. So I hit I hit my 5-iron 190 times 36. I should be playing no more than 6,800 yards. Right. There you go. Somebody who hits at 170, you know, it's going to be at 6,200 yards. Yes. And if you do that, then you will be basically playing from the same spot. Yes. Bryson DeChambeau, his 5-iron two and a quarter. How oh long? yeah, we. Uh, this is over eight thousand yards. Yeah, two twenty-five times thirty-six, eighty-one hundred yards. Eighty-one. So that's where he should be playing. Yeah. If he plays from eighty-one, and if and if the and if I play our, from our 60... listener is it hits at one seventy, and he plays from sixty-two hundred yards, mm-hmm. then your tee shots aren't going to be in the same spot, but you're going to be hitting the same but your similar clubs are. into greens. Yeah. Which then the game of golf, like, not be the best handicap. Forget, well, forget strokes. Yeah, almost, and, you and know. our system will adjust anyway. The yeah. handicap system, if you're playing the tips, yep. and you're uh, what's your index? Uh, 7.5. You're a 7.5. And if you play the tips at, at Merido, uh-huh. right, your handicap is probably going to be 16, 30. right? It's going <laughs> to be really high. Be a 30. If you played from the, the red tees, the uh-huh. forward tees, it might be closer to your normal handicap. Yeah. And that's kind of how it works. So. Regardless of where you play, you plug in, get a handicap. Everybody should have a gin. I keep a gin. Yep. I saw where the girl that's leading the Yeah, trail, the amateur. She they, she posted her score. And right like, away, I too. love it, but yeah. I do that, too, because I got sick and tired of people making me play as a plus five. Yes. You're a tour player. I'm like, yeah, would you give make Jack Nicholas play as a plus five right now? Yeah. No. No. Why? Because he's old and hit it the same. Well, and then I went to a six, plus six. I was like, crap, that backfired. But I'm not, I'm not anymore. I'm under a five. <laughs> Be so careful good. what but, you say. But the whole co- it's good to have it, and then if we're all going to play golf, I plug in our golf course and from whatever tees, and it'll tell me what how many shots I have to give you. And I think it's great. Um, far too many people want to play the tips; they play way too far back. What do they say? I want to see the whole course. What it's unbelievable! Well, then it's stupid. So it, just go back, look at the tees, yeah, and look go, at it, and then go up, up there and play. Yeah, because yeah. here's the deal: I, I guarantee you, the least hit club in a P, in a PJ Tour's bag. Not on a tee uh-huh. is their hybrid. Yes. Like, they're not hitting hybrids. No. In two holes. No. Unless it's a par five. Or maybe maybe a really long par three. Maybe 246 Correct. yards. Correct. Correct. But like you're that. not, they're not hitting them into par fours. No. And hybrids off of par threes are much easier than they are in par fours. Mm-hmm. Because it's off a tee. Right. And you tee it up. Right. Versus how many fairways you hitting. Not many. Uh-huh. So you, now you got a hybrid into a green from the rough. Yep. Which might be easier because mm-hmm. there's some a little bit yeah. of buffer there. Yeah. As opposed to a tight little lie downhill, you got a hybrid over a water. Like, no. Just move it up. Play it forward. 
find your and, and your mathematical equation. I don't know where you got that from. I love it. Isn't that great? It's it's awesome. So it, it should be the rule, right? And average uh, five whether, iron carry. It's a little bit of a beating if you got four people in a right. group and one person's playing the whites, one's mm-hmm. playing the blues. But you know what? That's where I don't know. I mean, you know so what I do? I, I try to. It's like uh, holding a dinner party. You want people that are kind of the same, or they get all get along. Yeah. So I'm not going to get some guy to go out there that bombs at you know 320 off the tee, 310, right. and play with another guy that bunts at about you know 180, 190. Yeah. It because the different tees waste way too much time. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it, so what's another one? What's another one that you see? Uh, how about chipping? You know, you want to get it on the ground as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, quit, quit the all-time flop shot. It, it's really, I think every every golfer that's, I mean, every, I think every golfer should be on social media and not to post anything, but to follow guys who can chip, like uh, Parker McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. He, he played the tour. He's short game chef on Instagram. Okay, and he posts videos all the time of, of his uh, people he works with mm-hmm. using the bounce, how to hit different yeah. shots. You can learn a tremendous amount from those guys, or just watch videos yeah. on YouTube, whatever the case is. But um, you could get lost. It's like a wormhole of ooh, what, how do you do this? Far too many people, amateur golfers, swing the handle of the club way too far on little shots. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when they when they're miss when they miss big. They're sculling it across the green. Sure. Like, you watch a tour player have a 30-foot pitch shot that he's trying to land it five feet in front of him. The butt of the club isn't moving very far. Mm-mm. You know, the, the the head of the club isn't moving very far either, but it's moving a lot more than the butt of the club. Almost looks like a punch shot. It's a little boom. Yeah. It's a little it's poppy thing. And even if you scull pop. it, yeah. it's not going to fly anywhere. It's exactly. going to fly maybe four feet further, but... Far the average golfer, they they swing their arms way back and then and oh, then they decel right. So yeah. I think it, it there's so much info out there that you can learn mm-hmm. on social media or on YouTube or whatever. And just the short game is very simple. And yes, the objective isn't for the average golfer to get it up and down if they miss a green. It's to get it up and two putt. Yes, like let's take get three it shots, the three shots or less. You yes. miss the green, you hit a fairway, you miss the green, knock it on the green, two putt, get out of there with a bogey. Most golfers are more than bogey golfers anyway, and they waste all their shots around the greens. Well, watching you guys, you guys very rarely waste shots. You don't try and hit the hero shot. Right. Amateurs try and hit the hero. They, yeah. they, they think It's almost like they're playing in a scramble. Yeah. You they know? see Phil Mickelson hit the super flop, uh-huh. and I'll t- I'm like, there's a reason he's hitting the super flop. He's good. He knows how to do it. Uh-huh. He's really good. He has a lie that that says yes, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing we look at. We get the we, we go to the ball. We put the club a little behind the ball to go. All right, what can I do with this? Right with a perfect lie, we have unlimited options. Right, probably nine clubs in our bag we can hit this shot with mm-hmm. if it's around the green with a perfect lie. Yeah, with a bad lie, it eliminates. Or a tight Most lie. Of, that's what I mean. Yeah. A tight lie, ba- a bad lie. A lie, you put the club behind, you're like, ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to get the club I'm gonna really bounce this. underneath the, underneath right. it. So I'm not going to be able to make perfect contact with my the face of my club and the golf ball. The interaction is, is going to be discouraged um, some way. It, it limits our, our, our club selection and the type of shots we hit. So, and 
you'll see Phil hit a fat flop, right? Uh-huh. So he gets in there. If it's a, a softer lie and the ball's sitting down. Well, he's like a sand trap He shot, literally he just shot. create a bunker shot. Mm-hmm. And, and he was the first person I ever saw do that. With a Very low level of, of, uh, of percentage, mm-hmm. right? So right. I would never encourage that, but I would I would work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, around the greens, short game, players are just far too they, – they don't know. And, and the, it's all about a perfect lie. If you have a perfect lie, guys are going to do – they can do anything with it. But a bad lie and, – and so you determining what is a good lie, what's a bad lie, that's, that's something you have to learn. Yeah. Um, what so you're comfortable with. And nobody practices. Here's the other thing I, I notice, and I watch the tour players. A lot of guys are putting from off the green. They, you know, the tight, all these shaved lies and everything. They, you have to nip it perfectly, yeah. and it's and your margin of error is horrendous. So right? in that case, yes, their oh. their objective there. How do I get this up and down? Yeah, the so, easiest. So what I see. So we were watching this yesterday. I was noticing this yesterday with one of my buds, and he wasn't real comfortable chipping from off the green, maybe like 20 feet off the green. He uh-huh. would putt it. Yeah. Well, embrace the hybrid Yeah. when oh, you yeah. do that because you get a little more loft. The only thing you have to be careful, and you have to practice it because that face is so hot. It comes off hot, yeah. But you learn that, and it takes just enough loft to get it up over the you know the fringe and all that kind of stuff, and it works. Yeah, it's, it's really getting it out of if the ball's sitting down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Getting it out of that little pitch mark because you actually, what I mean, the ball will all. You're not going to spin it backwards, so the ball will roll. Whether you're yeah. getting it with a putter or a hybrid, as soon as it leaves your putter head, it, it might, it might be neutral. But when it hits the ground, it's tumbling over. So let's just let's just kind of chase it, scuttle it up there somehow, and get it up around. If inside ten feet, you might make that, and you're like, oh sweet. I just and what do they shot. say? A bad putt is always better than a bad chip. Yeah, or a good putt, or a bad putt's always better than a good chip. <laughs> always that's what they say a good uh, a good putt or a bad putt is all mostly better than a, a good chip typically just because it's hard to chip but More i, I get you air. you're you're it's not about get if you have to if it's the last hole and you got a hundred bucks on the line or a dollar on the line or a cheeseburger on the mm-hmm. line whatever it is and you have to get this up and down okay fine uh-huh. right right but unless it's that if it's just you're just get it on the green and give yourself a chance right and the putter I think people pride. Pride steps in. I can't. Two pro pride, wouldn't, ego. Wouldn't putt that. I'm like, no, they would. Vanity. They would, yeah. But we don't see it very often on TV. No. But if you go to a tournament mm-hmm. and you go to a, a a golf course that has a lot of chipping areas, park yourself on, on, a, yeah. on, a, on a hole that the pin's short-sided and mm-hmm. there's a chipping area, you're going to see a lot of guys hybrid, three-wood. Yep. A lot of imagination. Made, we've seen him over the years. Yep. You have to have that shot. It's much easier. Yep. A lot less can go wrong. That's PGA Tour player and Champions Tour player Paul Stankowski with some learned advice. Take it. Learn it. Love it. Live it. Okay, real quick. T-Box Trivia is it sponsored by IdealGolfer.com. We have a four-pack uh, going right now. We have the Tempest out of Gladewater. We have Sugar Tree. We have... Um, ooh. Gotta check that real quick. Uh, what else do we have? We have Augusta, not yet. Uh, and Shady Valley, Shady Valley down in Arlington. So all good stuff. So check it out on IdealGolfer.com. Here's the question: Tweet me at Arnett Rick with the correct answer. Okay, it's this happened in the last decade. Who is the youngest player ever to win Memorial? The youngest player ever to win Memorial and it happened in the past decade. 
at Arnett Rick, and you get two avid golfer passbooks. It would be sweet for Father's Day. All right, up next, I'm playing in a Pro-Am on Monday. Tell you a little bit about that and what I expect next on The Ticket. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. T-Box, a classic BMW today. A couple more segments. We'll take you up till 10 o'clock today. We'll mix with Country Force at 9.50. I'm sure they'll be very mad intensive and not Texas Ranger intensive. But we put up the trivia question. Uh, who's the youngest player ever to win the uh, Memorial? And it happened in the last decade. Tiger was second. Tiger was third. But Hideki Matsuyama, back in 2014, was first 22 years, three months. And P1 Andrew Turner tweeted that correctly, and he did it first. So uh, congrats to him, and he wins two avid golfer passbooks. Trivia was a lot harder before cell phones. Well, what we do, yeah. I, what I try and do is you got to you got to protect the field. If you know it, that's you know don't Google it. This is this oh. is not cheating. Everybody will Google. It. <laughs> Good what, you're giving away I can something. Least, I can at least put it out there. I can put it's it like out there. The, right? It's like raking the putter up against your forearm. Yeah, yeah. I got you. That's Paul Stankowski, you do. PGA and Champions Tour player, filling in for Craig Rosengarten today. He'll be back next week, we think. Um, I'm playing in a an event uh, Monday at Hurricane Creek. It's the Women's All Pro Tour. The W-A-P-T. And what it is, it's kind of like a qualifying tour for the Symmetra Tour, which is kind of like the tour's uh, Corn Ferry. It's a mini tour. Yeah. They give you two exemptions to play in the Symmetra Tour each week. Top five point winners exempt to LPGA Stage 2 conditional Symmetra Tour status. There's a weekly field of 108 players. And... Um, this is the third year, and there's anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in purses. Not bad. Yeah, eight grand for first, guaranteed. Yeah. So I'm playing up there Monday with some good buddies, and it is sponsored by Ham's Meat and Market H A M M in Dallas. They're doing the sandwiches for the pro am because in a pro am somebody's got to feed you. Mm-hmm. So that's who's doing it. But I remember I played in a futures event at Trails of Frisco one year. And this, and so that was the futures was turned into the Symmetra Tour, and everybody was playing with a, a female pro. Amazing how good they are! Yeah, amazing. And their short games are pretty decent. What I love about watching or playing with a, um, in a women's pro am, is us amateurs. We're talking about amateur tips before. Watch the women play, because their tempo is all spot on. They get everything they, they can out of their swing, but it's under control. You watch some of these guys on the PGA Tour, and they're coming out of their shoes. And I, mean, I watch Justin Thomas, and he looks like he's going full bore on every shot, except for you know his approaches. The women can still get it out there pretty well, 270, you know, 275, 280. And, um, but they take nice, smooth swings. They don't swing outside their, you know, out of their shoes, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, some do. I mean, everybody still. They're well, all, they're Lexi, Lexi Thompson swings out of her she shoes. She swings out of her shoes. Yeah. This this young young lady that's uh, leading the, the driving distance at the Open, she's 14. She swings out of her shoes. 
there but are. Lydia Ko doesn't. You know, right, no, there's a lot. You think of uh, MB Park, who maybe have the slowest the back slowest, swing ever. quiet. It looks like molasses when yeah. they swing. Uh, but they're really good. That's the thing yeah. about it. They're, they're good. And, and uh, I think it's fun to watch, honestly. Um, but I think us guys, forget what the PGA Tour players are doing. Watch it's because when I watch, well, even myself when I'm playing, when I'm a little out of sorts, I know it's all tempo. Yeah, I'm just not in rhythm, sync. Good rhythm is is key. You know, so how do you do that? Even, how do you do that? How do you practice good tempo? I think it's the tempo you have is is your tempo. Um, we have a tendency to get quick, yeah. like anxious to yeah. hit the ball, right? So we're like, and a lot of times the issue is not necessarily. The, the takeaway, the the part in in professional golf, um, the transition sometimes gets quick. Like we're starting to take the club back, and we're so eager to hit it, we're already starting to go down. And and you you move, you sway off the golf ball. Um, you, you almost have to force feed your mind mm-hmm. to stay in rhythm. Or think of somebody. Rhythm, balance, yeah. tempo. People used to say say your you say your name. You know, on your backswing and your and your. your it's supposed your to be a three to name. one ratio. They say the perfect frame is twenty two frames on your backswing and seven on your downswing. So it's a three to one ratio. Is Whatever you do, don't think about that. I, right, but but it's every, <laughs> so but practice, it's everybody's bit. You're right. You you have to. You know, you've got guys. John Rom. The club is going forward oh my almost instantaneously yeah. as it goes back. Tony Finau. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they get their power. Matsi really or Sung J M is different. His He takes the club back. So does Colin Morikawa. He takes his back. Well, Morikawa is fast compared to Sung J M. Right. Um, so there again. But Hideki used getting, to take that pause. He would at the pause. Top. Oh, my God. So everybody's a little bit different. Right. The key is consistency. Be the same. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be the same when you're under the gun. It's hard to be the same when when you're nervous, right? But but that's the the greatest golfers are, are the ones who can be consistent, and it's the same, um, regardless of the of the moment. Thursday number one, Thursday number twelve, Sunday number right. one, Sunday number you know eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but watch anybody that has good rhythm i mean it's good the the bottom line i always Looks like tell myself power. rhythm balance tempo mm-hmm. like those are some some good good keys to, to to think about have good balance if you have good balance you're probably going to have good rhythm mm-hmm. right if you're if you have bad rhythm your balance is probably going to be your off. feet are going to get happy but, exactly and, yeah. and, and my feet do move my feet like scotty scheffler he probably doesn't feel his feet move Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, but mm-hmm. they do. They're sliding all over yes. the place. It's just part of the shambo. But, but it's the same. You, you just find a rhythm that works for you. Like, uh, And I'm good with copying people if it works for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, like I always used to always think um, if I was getting a little too fast, yeah. I would think Fred Couples, okay. Ernie Els. Yeah, there you go. Just not effortless power, nice and smooth. Everything yeah. was, was, was under control. Mm-hmm. And it's the craziest thing in the world, especially for amateurs. The smoother, what you think, the slower you swing. You're not swinging slower. You're swinging more in control. Everything's in rhythm, right? The farther the ball goes. Because you hit it in the middle of the face. Yes. You know, and that's the thing. More solid hits are going to go farther than off-centered hits. And and sometimes it's harder to hit the ball in in the center of the face when you're swinging, uh, you know, for the fences. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, swing with ease. Yeah, watch the long drivers. Watch how many they actually get in the grid. Yeah. Maybe two out of six, one out of six. They're looking for the one home run shot. Yes. Rhythm is is key, Uh, just having a good rhythm. Um, It's okay if you're quick tempo. John Rahm's quick tempo. Um, some some are slow. Freddie was not quick. Remember Freddie Nick Price? Not he might have been the fastest tempo I ever saw. There you go. Exactly. So you go Nick Price, Fred Couples, two unbelievably talented players in that same generation. And one guy was, yep. and the other guy was, yeah, um, very. But they that was their swing, mm-hmm. and it was always the same. Um, I do like uh, you know there are some some ladies out there on the on the LPGA that. Um, you know, have really aggressive swings. Maria yeah. Fossey. Yes. It was interesting. You're playing Hurricane Creek this yes. tournament. I was out there last year playing a quali- or practice round for a North Texas um, event. Actually, the, the event that kind of spurred me on to getting in the players last week. Okay. And it was their final round, you know, and I had heard the name Maria Fossey. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember during COVID, some of the LPGA players, because they weren't playing, were actually going down and playing yeah. some of these mini and all that, huh? Yeah, which was cool. And so, to, you know, to see some really talented players, there's a lot of good players out there. Mm-hmm. Um, just like if you go to any mini tour, if you go to the APT, the, the guys' version of it, it's stock full. Sam Fedone just won last week up in Oklahoma in Muskogee. Really good player, lefty. Um, it lives here in town. Went to SMU, I believe. Okay. Um, anyway, super good player, and he'll make it someday. He qualified for San Antonio earlier this year. Nice. There are a lot of talented players on the mini tours. Right. Some will make it. And some won't. So, Just like you life. know, if you live here in Dallas-Fort Worth, go up to Hurricane Creek. If, if you like golf, go watch a little bit of golf. These girls, there might be one or two that actually make it someday, yeah. and, and it's pretty cool. But, yeah, they're, they, they can all play. I'm looking forward to it. It's the WAPT. It's the World of the Women's All-Pro Tour, and it'll be at Hurricane Creek on Monday. I'm looking forward to that and getting some nice uh, uh, sandwiches from Ham's Meat and Market. All right. Up next, from Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway, along with Paul Stankowski, we will mix with Country Force. Listen to the ticket in your car, at home, or listen while you work. Hot sports opinions on sports and all that implies. From the Musers, starting early 5.30 till 10. The Normandy Invasion from 10 till noon. The Hang Zone with Dan McDowell and Jake Kemp from noon till 3. And the Hard Line, afternoons 3 till 7, with Corby Davidson and Bob Stern. It's the guys you love hanging out with, so do it. Let's do it. 24-7 on the stream or at Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The Tick. TXU Energy free nights and solar days. Get 100% free electricity all night, every night, plus 100% solar every day. Sleep comfortably all night for free and feel good all day with clean solar energy. Visit TXU.com slash free for details. You've got to be kidding what? Breakfast was like two hours ago, and you're still yawning? Sorry. What am I going to do with you? Ooh, maybe a whole vacation would help me catch up. Uh, Lou, we are on vacation. Missing the limitless energy from you? Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy can help. Eliminate fat, increase lean muscle, libido, and stamina. Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center. Visit bhrcdallas.com. Corby here, and if you're thinking about refinancing your home to take advantage of historic low interest rates, check out rodneyanderson.com. With approved credit. Term subject to change without notice. Equal housing lender, MLS ID 2129. Not affiliated with a government entity. MLO, NMLS ID 196730. 4975 Preston Park Boulevard, 800 Plano, Texas 75093. 
Get more miles on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O Rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen, if you want to dramatically improve your landscape, your grass and shrubs, flowers and trees, your garden, throw in some azomite, A-Z-O-M-I-T-E. Now, azomite adds back into the soil minerals from A to Z, including trace elements. That's going to help your landscape thrive. So add azomite into your mix for healthy soil. That's azomite, meaning minerals from A to Z. Pick some up at your local nursery, and if by chance they don't have it, ask them to contact their supplier for it. Learn more at azomitetexas.com. Ever wonder what life would be like without frozen drinks and slushies from McDonald's? Yeah, I don't want to think about that either. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Try one of our new icy cold frozen drinks, like a medium blue raspberry, frozen Coke, or wild cherry for just $1.59. Or try one of our Minute Maid slushies. Price and participation may vary. Available for a limited time. Wall Street has been lying for years, saying 7% is a good return on our stocks. It's not. And that trading is so complex that you need a financial advisor. Guess what? You don't. Real people are making 30%, 50%, and even 100% a year on their money trading stocks, even when the market's tough. Carnivore Trading is an anonymous team of elite Wall Street strategists. They're legends among Wall Street heavy hitters, and now they've gone a bit rogue. They're allowing everyday folks like us to see and mirror their explosive trades. Does that sound too good to be true? Well, Carnivore will let you see the trades they're making right now for free. Go to getourtrades.com, use the promo code Julie to get two weeks for free. And if you join, Carnivore guarantees you'll get five times your subscription fee or double your money back. Go to getourtrades.com, promo code Julie. Getourtrades.com, promo code Julie. That's J-U-L-I-E. See website for guaranteed terms and conditions. Past performance, not a guarantee future earnings. Guys, it's time to restore your energy. If you've had poor sleep, weight gain, or trouble concentrating, it could be low T. But testosterone levels can be restored, and you can get back to feeling strong and looking your best. Synergenics has a $25 testosterone test to get you started, and they accept most insurance. Restore your energy. Text ENERGY to 474747 to schedule your appointment. That's ENERGY to 474747. Hey, P1s, Jake here. Do you have kids that are athletes? There's a place here in DFW that focuses on helping kids and athletes be the best version of themselves. It is APEC, Athletes Performance Enhancement Center. Their mantra is literally be the best you. They've helped over 200 pro athletes in six different sports. I've seen it myself. They're very detailed, and it's an encouraging, positive, fun environment. If you want your kid to be their best, whatever age, boy or girl, take them to APEC this summer. Reach out to them today at APEC on social media or call them at 817-484-6755. There will be a Game 7 after the Mavs fell to the Clippers at home last night, 104-97. Dallas shot 29% from the floor in the fourth quarter, and everyone not named Luka went 2 of 16 from the field in that final frame. Coach Carlisle says you've got to give credit to the Clippers' defense for that. It's hard to get shots against these guys. You know, they've they've got great defenders. They're mucking it up with, up with switching and length. Look, you can always do better. 
I think it's always going to come down to the better you can defend, the better your shots are going to be. Game 7 will be Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ABC. Another NBA news, the Portland Trailblazers have mutually agreed to part ways with head coach Terry Stotts after nine seasons. All-star guard Damian Lillard told Yahoo Sports last night that he wants former Maverick Jason Kidd to be the next head coach. And the Dallas Cowboys finished up their second OTA this week up in Frisco. The big focus uh, has been the return of Dak Prescott. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore said he liked what he saw from his signal caller. We're in a really good place with him. I think he's, he feels really good. Uh, obviously, the process is what it is. It takes time, and you trust you know Jim and Britt and, and Dak and those guys going through it together to uh, you know decide what he does and doesn't do you know throughout this whole offseason. The Cowboys will have their first mandatory minicamp next week out at the Star. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Jacob Dedimore on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 The Ticket. Hot sports opinions don't get rolling at 8. The Musers get them fired up every day at 5.30. Check in Monday morning with the Musers before you have to work online. From Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. Oi! Well, that was a fun tee box today. Paul Stankowski, PGA Tour player, Champions Tour player. Can't thank you enough. Man. Always fun. I love it. I love this. is fun. I, I do seriously look forward to this, oh. and it, it's good. We've been doing this a long time. Well, the show's I mean, you've been, been on for doing twenty-seven years. Yeah, and I've probably known you just about that long. Just about. How about that? Yeah, I can't remember what the first. I remember seeing the you at the Nelson. Mm-hmm. You guys used to post up shop right there. We did on property. Yeah, until we you did. Messed it up. Hey, you did. guys get a room. Ticket Somebody did. did. We we are we just came back from one. Eli. <laughs> So that's how close we are. Uh, people to thank, Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. New cars, pre-owned, great service. If you want to look at some vintage cars, they have those here too. Carking back to the good old days for some people. So check it all out, Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. I want to thank Kern Adder Engineering. Fantastic job as always. Back at the station, Jay King and Jacob Dedimore. like having you guys on the team. Makes makes us better team because we need all the help we can get. Uh, let's see, playing in the in the uh, women's all pro tour on Monday and the pro am. I think I'm going to have Todd Hamilton asked if he wanted to if he could caddy. I think I'm going to take him up on that. Well, look That's at cool. that dynamic duo. Hey, Todd's got some jokes. Oh yeah, he's got some jokes for you. <clears throat> he's he's very dry but hilarious. Yes, I like that. I appreciate that in a, in a man. Um, anyway, other than that, Paul's going to get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Holy turn uh, like that. Other than that, we bring on country force, Eli Jordan and Ty Walker be talking uh, Rangers most of this. Oh, yeah, we're going to break down who got the hat last night afterwards. Well, you know what? They weren't on the road anymore. Oh, gosh. I want them to be good again. That was tough to be swept by the Rockies. I purposefully made sure we didn't have any Rangers talk on the run sheet today because I'm totally over it, and the first thing y'all bring up is Rangers. If the Mavs lose this next game, this is going to suck for the next Oh, man, is it ever. Good night. Is it ever. you You saw that stat, though, right? First time in NBA playoff history that after six games, the home team has not won a game. 
Boy, that's got to be so frustrating, too, if you pay like $700 to go to one of the games. You're like, well, surely they can't lose all of their home games. Mm. You know, that's partly the reason when there's big ticket items, I don't like going because I'm afraid that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I always go to the games that nobody wants to go to. Yes. They're more fun. They're cheap. I'd never been to a Dodger game. went to four World Series games for the Dodgers, and they lost every one of them. Mm. And it's just a, God, just a kick to the ground. It is. It stinks. So speaking of groin, what are you guys doing? Whoa, what? Uh, In the next two hours. Well, we got to talk. Uh, we do have to talk a couple of segments of Mavs. We're going to figure out what happened last night, figure out what they're going to do tomorrow. I know what happened. They lost. They, they lost. That's accurate, and they, yeah. They, well, there goes our spoiler alert. alert. There goes yeah. our two yeah, segments. guess it's groin. It's over. Now. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy – go that unconscious as Kawhi Leonard in that fourth quarter. Pretty ridiculous, wasn't it? That was, I mean, he was, and he was shooting over some tall arms. Yeah. And he's just, just lucky. That's it. You just got lucky a lot. Yeah, Like whatever. every time. No? Okay. I was, Paul and I were talking, if you guys ever shoot hoops, like at the gym or whatever, and you start going where the three-point line is, it's a shove. you got to put some effort into it, and these guys are just Licking their wrists like it's nothing. Well, it's, it helps when you're 6'7 and 25 and in shape. But can they hit a flop shot? Yeah, Rick? can they hit a flop shot? Probably. They, the answer can they is hit probably a butter, no. butter fade, a butter draw on can a, they go on up a and downhill down. line? I mean, Steph Curry can. <laughs> uh, not every time. No, probably. Not every time. Hmm. I saw that uh, uh, Fitzgerald. Larry? Larry Fitzgerald. Ella? Lit. Some kid in the crowd, he was in the Pro-Am on Wednesday at Memorial, let the kid take the first tee shot. And the guy got nice. it out there pretty good. Whew, that's dangerous. Is it? Yeah. That's I mean, th- I would argue that it's no more dangerous than any other idiot playing in a Pro-Am that could just well, fire that's a hosel rocket yes. in the crowd. Yeah, you're exactly right. At least 100%. the ball speed's not going to be that bad with a kid. I just don't understand people that stand at, like, 290 off the tee in the just right on the rope line and can't see and a darn thing they can't see and i'm like that's well, the worst whack. place to stay <clears throat> oh you well you want to be behind <laughs> said player that's hitting pretty much at every opportunity absolutely because the ball yep. can almost go anywhere and I, i've seen guys that are legit 25 handicaps play in pro-ams and i would be I'd be worried to play in a pro-am, and I'm like a seven handicap. I can't imagine being a 25 and going out there and having all those people standing around. You have to be nervous the entire time that you're going to hurt somebody. You know, I'm I've, I'm good for a shank or two every year. Sure. And f- over the 20, however many years I've played this game, I have 100% of the years shanked at least one or two. Mm-hmm. And I haven't hit anybody with a shank. I had I had a reverse hosel shank <laughs> in Hartford. I did. It was windy. It was raining. I had a rain sure gear on. I have all the excuses yeah. in the world. But I literally hit off the back of my club, and it flew into a into a chair that was short of the red tees. Okay, where the red tees would be, mm. one tee box up from where I was at. It flew into a chair that was just vacated by a lady. I'd have killed her. And I literally had to run up there real quick and hit it fast because I didn't want anybody to see me teeing off from 20 yards in front of the team marker. But I did reverse hosel it. That's that's always a, a real And then pleasure. you got these pro-amps, and these people are horrendous. Mm-hmm. Some are good. Mm-hmm. Some are bad. And there are still people out there watching. I don't know. I don't oh, get it. Well, when Rick and I were playing out at, uh, at Shady with, with that group with Conrad and Martin Pillar, Pillar almost killed me with a golf ball. He hit one that ricocheted off a tree and missed my yeah. teeth by about <laughs> three inches. It did. 
And I, and I like and I didn't think that well there's no way I'm in any danger here. He just had to kind of hit it between these two trees and there was a good like 6 7 foot gap there and mm-hmm. he just kind of just it, I mean it ricocheted off the tree and a I minute mean, missed my face by 3 inches. You got to pay attention. That's all there is to it. Have you ever scold anybody? During your pro tour days, Paul? I've I've hit I've hit some people. Did you yeah. Did you do the Phil Mickelson pull out a pull out a C note and sign a golf glove? I didn't I didn't have that much money, but I would give him my glove. Or you just tell um, the caddy to go I, over there. Here's the best story, the worst and the best. But John Deere Classic, seventh hole, par three, three iron. I hit a, a bullet three iron to a back right pin that I pushed, and this gentle old man in a visor is come walking up behind the green hands in his pocket like hey what's going on over here boom oh hit him right in the visor oh he dropped okay and i'm like oh gosh i just see the guy get hit and he's on the ground and i'm freak i'm first to hit so now i gotta wait and then we get up by the time i get up there they have ushered him off to the right (laughs) my ball had ricocheted back onto the green sweet blood on my golf ball wow the dude had like it, it broke his cranium and I three putted. I was rattled, but I got his info, yeah. and I sent. I got a John Deere hard hat, and I sent him a hard hat. I signed on it. Bob, I hope you're feeling better. You know, next time you come out and watch me play, right. you might want to wear this. <laughs> you know? Which is cool. I saw him a couple years later, and he he was, hey, remember me? I'm like, you're alive. Oh my I thought gosh. he was dead. <laughs> but uh, and then I blew up uh, Kevin Chapel's dad's big toe. At, in San Francisco on the ninth hole with a three wood. I literally, I hit it to the right of the green. They're yep. standing right next to the green. I got right. a three wood. Right. It hits him in his sneaker on his big toe, blew his toe up. I didn't know it was Kevin Chappell's dad until Kevin Chappell won the tournament and his dad didn't get to see Dad's it because he had to go home to Fresno to get his toe operated on. So, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me not so, to play with you anytime Those were my two Yikes. worst moments. Yeah, these things happen. So I think I'm trying to remember back when they actually had tickets where you go into tournaments. Was there a disclaimer on there that if you get maimed by somebody, it's it's not going to be I'm the player's sure. fault? I would have sure to imagine kind of like a foul ball. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Enter at your own risk. Probably yeah. so. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Good fun. Good times. Yeah. All Good right. show today, fellas. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, and I'll be listening to you guys intently on the way home. So when when what segment are you gonna be talking, Mavs? Right off the top, yeah, yeah. yeah. The first two segments. Okay, I think after going to rush, yep. I'm gonna have to rush. Get in the car. Neat. Yeah, boys, have a great weekend. Yep, see you, boys. Too. See ya. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket, KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth, KTCK FM, Flower Mound.